What do you do when your business bestie becomes more successful than you? Hi, welcome to another emotional conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. Holy smokes, my friends, my inbox has been blowing up with all of the questions attached to all of the feels. I'm so glad to be talking to you today and helping you untangle some of this that you all find yourselves in. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find out about me and how to work with me directly over at choosetohaveitall.com. And my goodness, my friends, we're in another hard conversation. We just untangled ourselves from couples that fought through the holiday season um, and, you know, somebody battling depression. And now we're talking about what happens when one business bestie um, sort of takes off while the other doesn't. How do you navigate that relationship? How do you have any like hard or awkward conversations? How do you talk about things of such a sensitive nature? that's where today's listener finds herself. But I don't think the question she has is the question I'm actually going to end up answering. But let's dive into the way she puts it and I'll find you all on the other side. Here goes. Hi, Heather. You can call this one. My biz bestie is more successful. Honestly, you've got a good game going with your podcast titles. I couldn't help myself from this pity party I'm having over here. My biz bestie and I met in a group coaching program in 2015. Her business has been wildly successful. She travels all over teaching people how to create high-end luxury Airbnb experiences with their rental properties. She's traveling the Mediterranean as I write this. You're going to think I'm jealous and that this is about jealousy. Yes, that's part of it, but I don't have a hard time saying so. I've even talked to her about it and have admitted that she's willing to work harder for what she wants than I am. She puts in full work weeks and travels for weeks at a time. I work less than 30 hours a week and prefer to keep my business home-based. She deserves every success and I'm really happy for her. I'm writing to you because I see the writing on the wall. It's time for her to go bigger, to network with people at her level. She needs to surround herself with the top five that match her level of success and drive. I am just not there yet, but she still wants her accountability sessions. She still likes goal setting together and talking about business. She, it's holding her back and it's a constant reminder for me that I'm not there yet. And I have little to offer when she's trying to pitch herself as a consultant to hospitality and travel rental companies. What do I know at this point? I have nothing new to add or any way to help her. While I always want to keep in touch with her and I don't want to break up or anything, I do need to talk to her about this. Anytime I go near the conversation, she shushes me, shushes me and tell me, tells me she needs me as much as I need her. To me, though, the writing is a screaming conversation on the wall. I'm relieved that she's traveling at the moment. It's easier to dodge her, but I know this is an unavoidable conversation. I love her. I don't want to hurt her, but I think we need to talk. What do you think I should say? What do people do in this situation? Okay. First of all, my friend, whew, can we like dial back the intensity and the drama a little bit? Like the idea that like you can't be biz besties anymore because you have different levels of success in your different places in your business. Like I don't know how you've reached that conclusion. Because if you're, if you're doing that, that means that like biz besties can only exist when they're making the same amount of money. They have a sort of equal distant social media following that they're like in the exact same place at the exact same time. 
And if that were true, I don't think a lot of Biz Bessie's relationships would continue. What I also hear you saying is that we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. And that if we want to up-level ourselves, if we want to raise our game, if we want to shoot ourselves to the next level, we absolutely have to make sure we're in the arena with people who are at that level, thinking at that level, and moving through the world at that level. What I hear you saying is I am not in the arena with her, so I best step out. And that is such black and white, rigid thinking. When, you know, this letter, you filled it with, she needs this, she needs that, she needs this, she needs that. What do you need in this story? Because if you were watching somebody have problems and issues in their business that are foreign to you, that you don't relate to, that aren't reflective of where you are at in your business, your need isn't getting met either. So it can be a little bit about you. And so often, and you know, I'm, it's, it's a women thing. Like it's one of those things that like, as soon as I hear it, I go, dear God, only women ask themselves these questions. None of my male clients would be like, oh, this guy that I've been having accountability sessions with suddenly, like, I don't know if we can keep doing this because he's brought in more bucks than I have. Like as women, like, I know it's a general, gosh, I'm going to get myself in so much trouble today. Like, but it's like, we're the feelers, right? We're, we're the emo people. We're going to have all the feels. We're going to have all the emotions. And we tend, to, as a result, sometimes make things a bigger deal than they need to be. So what has happened, and I think why your friend is shushing you a little bit, is you are sort of predicting a need for some widespread change, a desire to really change the trajectory of this relationship because you haven't come as far as she has. And what I'm hearing her say in response is like, but you kind of take care of me. You like, you have my back. I fine. I don't care that you don't make as much money as me. I, I, I'm fine if your business isn't as big as mine. Like I need you in order to be as big as I want to be. So she's coming at you with a different emotional need other than metrics. And you're just looking at the metrics. What I am going to invite you to do um, is invite her to listen to this episode. To listen to this together and then have the conversation together. Because yes, this is a relationship where one person has gone off and been more successful than the other person. And yes, in the relationship, that is going to bring up feelings. But that exists in any kind of relationship. It can happen in friendships. It can happen in romantic relationships. It can happen with coworkers on the same team when somebody outshines the other person. That what you're talking about here is a human experience and it is preposterous to me that you think that this like relationship needs to end simply because one of you got up the ladder a little bit higher but what you do need to say is okay we're not evenly matched anymore you're a little bit ahead of the game than I am and I have you know I'm in my own lane doing my own thing it doesn't even mean by the way letter writer that you're behind I think I'm hearing you say that so I want to be crystal clear with you like you are not behind in this you are just in your own lane on a different path running a different business 
So to say, like, now that you've reached this level, like, what else, in addition to me, do you need in your circle? What kind of mentorship do you need? Because when you're talking about pitching these big multi-million dollar companies, I'm not going to know what to say. I'm not going to know what to do. But you still need an answer to the question. And maybe you need me cheering you on in the corner to go get that mentor, to go ask the vulnerable question from somebody who might be able to help you. What are the things that like, you know, set you up for success so often like in this, you know, letter writer, I got to tell you, I don't know how long you've been listening to my show. But when I like was moving to California at the end of um, we're going to the end of 2017 now to keep my timeline right, like I was losing my mind. Um, I was the only person in my tribe that owned a business. But I had this automatic story that like I was not going to be able to continue running my business without my people because it was my people that helped me be brave. It was my, you know, my core friends who saw me close my brick and mortar down, who sat with me when I was so unhappy, who, you know, saw like me like closing something that was super successful for this wing and a prayer idea that wasn't very, like that had no basis of whether or not it was going to be successful. Like when they were with me, I believed I could do it. And the idea that I was going to move cross country, not have them with me, I suddenly didn't think I could do it. They didn't own businesses, but they were like that important to me. That's how much their opinion mattered. That's how much their presence in my life mattered. So who are you to decide that you don't have value? You don't have presence because your biz bestie has a couple of extra dollars in her bank account compared to you. But what you do need to say is like, given that we're at this different level, given that we're at different places in our business, what do we as business owners need to continue to set ourselves up for success? And how can we help one another on our respective paths? Because if you have already talked to her about being jealous, if you have already said, oh yeah, like I I kind of see like you're willing to, you know, you're willing to sacrifice more. You are willing to do more for your dream than I am. You're, you know, you're willing to work harder. You're willing to travel. So of course, you're going to get success faster. If you, that's an awkward conversation, by the way. So if you can have that conversation, you guys can talk about this. You can say like, well, does it make sense that I'm your only accountability partner? Does it make sense that we keep talking weekly? Do we need to be so formal? Like, what is it like based on where we're currently at? What do we need right now? Because PS, this is the same conversation I coach count, you know, couples to and we just did couples counseling one oh one, maybe this ends up being couples counseling one oh two. But when things shift and change in a relationship you know, I always give this example that back east, um, people had the uh, the bike race. It was like this three day. I always called it the three day pain in my ass <laughs> because it was the Pan Mass Challenge, and it's like this three day bike ride that inevitably, I think there was a huge local following in the town that I worked. Like one member of a couple would get completely obsessed with the biking and the racing and the the training and the scheduling and this that and the other thing. Super care about it. It's this massive fundraiser. For for a really good cause and they would end up leaving their partners in the dust because they failed to talk to their partners about it like why it becomes so important to them what their schedule demands were going to be where they were going to take care of their partner in response if the partner's carrying you know the brunt of the sh- you know babysitting and the meal planning and the household chores so they can go off and do this 
in relationships all the time, our goals change. In relationships all the time, like how we move through the world or our place in the world is going to shift. And the idea that a relationship needs to end because of it is nonsense. But we do need to talk about it. Oh, you care about this thing. It's become really important to you. How do we need to shift and move so that I can better support you so that I don't hold you back and so that we can have this conversation? Because I have to be honest with you, my biz bestie is Jessica Lorimer. She's across the pond over at smartleadersell.com. And she and I landed into the online business space. Um, she was ahead of me, right? So I think she, I think she had her business maybe for two or three years ahead of me. And so she's consistently been ahead of me since we met, uh, you know, with revenue and with social media following and exposure opportunities she's having for her business. Her business is wildly successful across more successful across all metrics than mine is. But the two of us, um, you know, sort of need each other for our ideas, for the things that we care about, our passions that extend beyond metrics that like on the days when I'm about to put myself out there and say the really hard thing, she's the person I need like that vote of confidence from. She's the person I need that encouragement from. And likewise, like she doesn't care that my business doesn't have the numbers. She's not going to maybe look to me for business strategy (laughs) coaching as a result. But she still needs me to help encourage her to help her get her sense of direction in order for her life and her business on point because that's what we do and that's who we are for one another. And if any of that were ever to change, we would have that conversation because that's what you do in a healthy relationship. So that's what I want you guys doing to say like, okay, we love one another. We care about one another. We believe in each other without bounds, but we're in different places. How do we support one another now? Because dear letter writer, if you pre-identify for her, she needs this, she needs that, You, she's going to tell you where to go and how to get there in record speed because that's what I would do. I don't want somebody just saying like, you don't know what's right for you. I know what's best for you. No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. Have the conversation. As we've shifted, as our businesses have taken different directions, you need a different kind of mastermind than I do. We can't offer each other the same things we used to offer. So what do you need and how can I help? And what do I need? And this is how you can help. That's the conversation. Recognizing that, yes, things are going to change and you may grow apart and the dynamic may shift. And you both get to be a little sad about that because changes in relationships do affect us emotionally and you get to mourn it a little bit. Like the days when it was just the two of you starting out, like there were probably some good times there, but there's more good times to be had. There's more journeys to be had. There's more, you know, memories to make and businesses to grow. You just need to get this like little itty bitty part out of the way first. And I promise you, promise you, promise you, it does not need to be this dramatic or as tragic as you are making it out to be. Um, thanks so much for putting yourself out there. Um, I, I really hope you do take me up on it and invite your friend to listen to the show so you guys can have this conversation together. Um, if it, <laughs> if it were Jess, she'd be recommending Prosecco. I'm a red wine and chocolate kind of person. So pick your poison. 
but just have the chat. Thank you so much for today. If anybody has a question that you're sitting on, that you are listening to this show and going, oh gosh, I wonder what her two cents is on that. Please find me over at Heather at choosetohaveitall.com. The best pod comes from the best questions. We are getting some killer challenging questions that are really like trying me on for size lately. Um, but they're, they're making for such good, really important conversations. I really do want to continue having them with you on the show. I need your help in order to do that. Get those questions my way and I will always find you on the other side. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.